Amen. I'm glad I'm sheltered in the arms of God. I trust that you're saved today. If you are, then you're sheltered safe in his mighty arms. And he'll take good care of you, not just in this life, but for all eternity. If you'd like to find your place in John chapter 10. John chapter 10. and Just a brief message in this afternoon's service. But it's a very serious message. Because you're either in or you're out. You're either here or you're not here. And if you're saved today, you're in. Forever settled. We believe in the eternal security of the believer. You're in Christ Jesus. You've came through the door. Heaven's your home. But if you're not Saved. If you've never been born again, then my friend, it makes no difference how good you are or, or how, how many good things you've done in this life or how religious you may even think you are, your family is, uh, you're out. You're not in because you've never come through the door, which is Jesus Christ. You see, there's only one way in. Only one way, and it's through Jesus if you want to get to the Father, if you want to go to heaven, you must come through Jesus. In John chapter 10, we'll find our passage here. In verse 1, we'll start reading. It says, Verily, verily, I say unto you, He that entereth not by the door into the sheepfold, but climbeth up some other way, the same is a thief and a robber. But he that entereth in by the door is the shepherd of the sheep. To him the porter openeth, and the sheep hear his voice. And he calleth his own sheep by name, and leadeth them out. And when he putteth forth his own sheep, he goeth before them, and the sheep follow him, for they know his voice." And a stranger will they not follow, but will flee from him, for they know not the voice of strangers. This parable spake Jesus unto them, but they understood not what things they were which he spake unto them. Then said Jesus unto them again, Verily, verily, I say unto you, I am the door of the sheep. All that ever came before me are thieves and robbers, but the sheep did not hear them. I am the door. By me, if any man enter in, he shall be saved, and shall go in and out and find pasture. The thief cometh not but for to steal and to kill and to destroy. I am come that they might have life, and that they might have it more Abundantly. As we read these verses, we find different characters mentioned here. There's a thief and a robber. That's a person that thinks that they can get to heaven any other way but through Jesus Christ, which is the door. There's no other way to get to heaven. The Bible clearly says if you try to get in any other way, you're a thief and a robber. You must come through the door. We see that there's a porter here that calls the sheep. Uh, that's the Holy Spirit. And he calls the sheep uh, unto the door. He calls them to the fold. And they must enter in through the door in order to get to heaven. 
we see there's a shepherd mentioned who leads the sheep and guides the sheep, protects the sheep. Oh, and then we also see the sheep. Those that have tried, those that have accepted Jesus Christ as their Savior, and they're part of the fold. A thief and a robber is any person that attempts to gain the favor of God to attain eternal life outside of trusting Jesus as their Savior. That's a thief and a robber. That's someone that's hoping that their good works and hoping that their religion will get them to heaven, but they've never entered in through the door. You've come to church today and maybe you're listening uh, to this by the way of the internet and, and uh, the Holy Spirit, the porter, is calling you to go through the door, which is Jesus Christ. Oh, if you're saved, then you've already entered in through the door and you're already in the fold and the shepherd is leading you in and out uh, to green pastures. Oh, but if you're not saved today, if you've never believed in Jesus as the door, the only way to heaven, then my friend, uh, you are still lost uh, and on your way to a devil's hell. John 14, 6 says, Jesus saith unto him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. Jesus says, I am the door. There's not two doors to heaven, three doors. You can't pick, well, I'll take door number one, door number two, door. They are, no, it's one door that leads you to heaven to eternal life with Jesus Christ, with God forever, and that is Jesus, uh, the Son of God. See, you cannot get into the fold. You cannot get to heaven unless you have believed in Jesus as your Savior. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, Abel one, that he gave, that whosoever, thank God, that's many, believeth in him, should not perish, but have everlasting life. Jesus died on the cross for you and for me. He made the only way for you and I to have the forgiveness of sin, to be justified, and to have a home in heaven. You must believe that God loved you so much that he gave his only begotten son and that was the only sacrifice that God would accept for the redemption, for the remission of your sin. The blood of Jesus had to be shed so that you and I could be set free. Jesus is coming again one day. And he's going to call all those who have believed in him to be with him in heaven. The only ones going to heaven are the ones who have came by the way of the door. That means you've believed in Jesus as your Savior. In verse 4 it says, And when he putteth forth his own sheep, he goeth before them, and the sheep follow him, for they know his voice. You see, when you have been saved, then you're going to follow the shepherd. 
Here we see that this passage is a continuation of chapter 9. Oh, in chapter 9, you, you have the story of a man that was blind and he, he had never seen Jesus, but he heard his voice. He heard what Jesus said and he believed what Jesus told him and he was healed. But you see, in chapter 9, there's some thieves and some robbers there. and They're called Pharisees. They, they were like the thief and the robber. They believed that being a good person and being religious and keeping the laws would make them okay to go to heaven. But they fail to overlook one thing, that only God is good. You see, they've been deceived from the very start. Their religion could not save them. They could not keep the whole law. Moses had told them that there would be a prophet that would rise up from among them, speaking of Jesus, and that they would believe on him. They weren't even doing that. They couldn't keep all the laws. And if you failed in one, you failed in all of them. They called the man that Jesus healed there in chapter 9 and they questioned Jesus, questioned him about what Jesus had done for him. You see, they would not believe uh, that, that Jesus did this, but the blind man believed in someone that he never saw. You see the difference? Uh, they wouldn't believe it, uh, but he did. One exercised faith, the others were trusting in their good works. I've never seen God, but I've heard his voice. I'm not speaking about some audible voice, uh, but through his word, I heard the porter calling, and I believed it for myself. This ex-blind man, he's going to point out the fact that, that all those uh, that were questioning him, they were robbers and thieves because they would not believe in Jesus. Instead of being happy for the man that was healed, the Bible says that they cast him out of the temple. You see, that's all that religion can do for you. Because if you don't conform to religion, then you will be cast out. But oh, when religion cast him out, here came Jesus. And Jesus came to him and spoke with him. And immediately... This guy that had never seen Jesus, but yet he believed in Jesus. He believed in who he was and what he did for him. He had no problem recognizing his voice. And there he believed on him. You see, you're either in the door, in the fold, or you're on the outside of the door and you've never entered in. Look, the porter is calling you today to enter in and believe in Jesus as your Savior and allow him to be the shepherd of your life and to lead you in green pastures. May I ask you, who's your shepherd today? You see, you're either in or you're out. If you're in, then you should be following Jesus in the way. Can I ask you, are you living for him? Are you growing in God's word? Are you feasting in the pastures of the word of God? That's the only way you'll grow, by the way, is eating the right kind of food, the right kind of spiritual food. 
And if you know God's voice, then you should not listen to a stranger's voice. If I hear someone quoting or using a, a, a fake Bible version, I immediately recognize it as not being the Word of God. I don't follow it. We had a lady call our church and she's 90 years old and she said she was a member of some other church for a long time. Matter of fact, she's a charter member. But she said that her pastor has quit using the Word of God. And I said, well, what's the Word of God to you? She said, it's the King James Bible. She said he quit using it. Matter of fact, she said he don't even open his Bible when he goes to preach. May the Lord have mercy. She said, I quit going. Why? Because that's somebody else's voice now speaking. It's not the Lord's. I'm not going to follow some fake Bible version. If I hear so-called Christian music that sounds like rock and roll or country or rap, or, I know that's not of God, that's of the world. I mean, just based on the music part of it, I won't listen to it. If I hear a song that has the right kind of music but has the wrong kind of words or the wrong message, a, a song that's all about me glorifying myself instead of pointing others to Jesus to bless His holy name, I won't listen to that either. You see, my shepherd gave his life for me. Oh, in verse 11, it says, I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd giveth his life for his sheep. Jesus died for me and he wants me to live for him and follow him and glorify him and make myself available to him. That's a great deal. I don't have to go to hell. I've got a home in heaven all because I believe what I heard from the word of God. And now I'm in the fold. The Lord is my shepherd and he's leading me in the paths of righteousness. For his name's sake. Could I give you my testimony? And I hope this testimony is yours as well. Would you turn with me to Psalms chapter 23? Psalms chapter 23. The Lord is my shepherd. That sounds like somebody that knows the Lord, doesn't it? The Lord's my shepherd. He's put his faith in the Lord. He's been in the fold. He says, I shall not want. I'll never need another shepherd because I have the shepherd. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. That's what he said over in John chapter 10. He'll bring you in and out, leading you to green pastures. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil, my cup runneth over. That sounds like somebody that's satisfied with the shepherd. 
Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. I'm heaven bound with the hammer down. <laughs> oh, are you living for him? Are you following him? Does, does his words bring you guidance and hope and cheer? You see, God saves us and puts us in green pastures of his choosing. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He chooses the pasture that's just right to, for me. Sometimes those pastures are not the pastures that we would necessarily want to go to. Sometimes those green pastures, I mean, that's just right for us, take us to a hospital. They take us to a doctor's office. They take us to places where we're going to hear things that's going to sometimes scare us or be painful and hurtful to take. But it's our shepherd that's leading us there. It's that shepherd that placed us there beside these green, these green pastures. Sometimes it's in trials. Sometimes these green pastures are going to be difficulties. Sometimes these pastures are on the mountain where it's hard to climb. Sometimes they'll be in the valleys of hurt and pain and family problems and financial problems. Just because it says he maketh me, you understand that there's an obligation that we're going to have to go through these green pastures. These green pastures are not always easy. But the shepherd is there with you and he wants you to just come to him. He'll lead you beside the still waters. Oh, it's in those pastures that God is going to feed you. It's in those pastures that he's going to restore your soul. Oh, he has a purpose for us. He has a purpose for every pasture that he allows us to go through. And you can trust him. God saves us and God gives us a job to do. In Ephesians 2.10 it says, For we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus unto good works, uh, which God hath before ordained that we should walk in them. No matter what we have to go through or face in this life, the shepherd is always with us. Look at verse 4. Yea, that means yes, though I walk, through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Why? For thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Sometimes those green pastures are in the valleys. They're in the low points of life. But may I remind you that Jesus is near. And he's bringing us through these valleys and out of these valleys safely to our heavenly home. And the whole time that we're traveling here on earth, the Bible says that surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. 
You can look back in your life and say God's mercy was right there. God's goodness was right there. There's never been a time where God has not been good. There's never been a time where he wasn't everything that I needed. And his mercy endureth forever. And I like the end of that verse 6. It says, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Why? Because I went through the door. I went through Jesus. I put my faith in him. And now I'm in the fold. Right here's, the, right here's where this whole message comes to. It comes right back to the title. You're either in or you're out. And Jesus wants you to come to him and be saved today.